NA Sports Page podcast here. I'm Justin McIsaac in the living room of Dave Haley. I have traveled down this falling turnpike despite terrible weather this morning. It's not terrible at all. Raising the elements. It's 44 degrees. Uh, well, it was 30 when I left. Now it's 44. I sound like Pete Terrier. Uh, it's, uh, this is brought to you by Sentinel Title Services, a longtime sponsor of NH Sports Page. We thank them for being a part of this podcast. And uh, it's never a basketball season unless there's a controversy, Dave. And we, we got a pretty uh, a pretty good one that happened right down the road from you. Yeah, while well, I was over in North Sutton, New Hampshire, of all places, <laughs> if I was going to guess yeah. where it was going to be when something like this happened. I think a good way to kind of um, introduce what we're going to talk about today is uh, I'll reference uh, uh, a great book I read by Vincent Bogosi uh, called Outrage on the OJ. It, it seems timely, the OJ Simpson trials. Okay. Seems timely right now with the wonderful OJ, the people versus OJ Simpson. <laughs> Have you seen that? I have, I have not gotten a chance you, to see it yet. You I've, you had me a David Swimmer as Robert Kardashian. Well, that's... Every time OJ <laughs> leaves or like runs away with Al Cowling's, like David Swimmer pulls up the Ross when he sees Rachel kissing another guy face, and that's sort of like the go-to. It's the, the place he goes to as an actor. That's not good. It's outstanding. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. as OJ. So in, in, in that great book by Vincent Bogosi... So I recommend if you have any interest in the O.J. Simpson trial. He basically says, either in the first paragraph or the first page of it, he says, I'm going to stop you right here. If you're reading this to find out if O.J. Simpson murdered two people, I'm going to save you 400 pages. He did it. Yeah. There's a billion <laughs> to one chance that someone else did it. Right. He did it. We're just going to explain how he got away with it, how the defense screwed this up, so forth and so on. The ball went in the basket. Yeah. We are not here to decide whether the ball I, or try to figure it out for you. There's a br- We've seen the film. Yeah. And... And everyone who was there knew the ball went in, except for the two officials, apparently. And what we're going to do today is one talk official, about- by my uh, view of the uh, of the of the well, film, Jim Keane and Bob Benjamin with two officials. So we'll get into that. But the ball went in the basket. Salem won the game. Yes. And we are taping. I think it's important to say we are taping this uh, Tuesday around noontime. Yep. If something comes in the afternoon, fine. Hopefully it does, where Winnicott either forfeits or concedes. But what we're going to do today is sort of talk about where we are right at this very moment right? and, and what needs to change. Okay, so yes, the ball goes in, pandemonium. Uh, I, if you watch, I look back in, uh, I think, Hampton Ch- Channel 22, and we'll tweet out the link to the video yeah. of this. Hampton Channel 22, they're, they're, the guys doing the game are right above the basket where the ball went in. So they saw it go in. And the, the cameras get a good shot of it. You see one of the officials puts his arms up like three-pointer, and uh, the official on the baseline, I think it was Bob Benjamin. It, I, I'm going to defend Bob Benjamin for a second here. So when the ball goes through, from his vantage point, I, I'm not sure what Salem player it is, fo- is following the shot. It's either Griffin Curtis or Matt Vartanian, right. I thought. Somebody's got their hands up, and yeah. when their hands hit the net, so it doesn't make the net go like, the, the net goes down. Are we down sure the it hit the net? You can't really tell from that angle. Whatever it was, the ball doesn't go straight through like it normally does. Yeah. So the ball and the net like go in a direction that make, makes you think if you're watching it like oh it hit the the ball hit the net the right. ball didn't go through so I can I can defend where the call got wrong initially like in the heat of the moment I, I can I can because I mean listen you if, see, if the Salem player let's say this if the Salem player never jumps up near the net there, there's no controversy there's no controversy yeah that, yeah balls the game, in. yeah balls in game and let's over. let's mention real quick Winnicott Jay McKenna was at the far bench away. Right, oh yeah, on the far and side. Bob McLaughlin, the Salem coach, their bench was right there. Right in front like, of it, yep. Right there, 25 feet away. Yes. Jay McKenna was about 70 feet away. Uh, Rob McLaughlin was about 20, 25 feet away. He was just Correct. right off the court. Yeah, so the ball goes in. Salem kids go nuts. Yeah, we won! When it kind of kids are like, oh, no, we lost. This sucks. And then, and then that's when it gets interesting. 
Uh, so the ball didn't go through, and then here we are. Jay, you know, when I spoke to – I've spoken to Jay a lot, but a lot of it is really sort of kind of off the record between he and I. But one thing he did say that next morning before I did my show is that it, he he thought because of the player, he thought it hit the net. A right. lot like Cody Graham at the end of the uh, championship game in Division Two last example, year. Cody yeah. threw it 60 feet, and it hit the bottom of the net. Right. So he – but again, he was 70 feet away. And he's also so screened it, by the kid that's going to exa- yeah, sure, follow the sure. shot. It's not his job from 70 feet away right. to make the call. So Rob McLaughlin, I spoke to him in the morning, and he was quoted in the paper. It clearly went in. His right. son happened to hit the – Matt McLaughlin happened to hit the shot. Right. So – what seemed to have happened afterwards is that uh, I, what I was told was that Jim Keene had had signaled that the ball went in. I was talking to a, I won't name him, but a pretty prominent Division One coach who was there, who yeah. texted me and said, the ball 100% went in. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. So, and from the film, we now have, have seen that it went in. Yeah. So, and then Bob Benjamin, there was a conference. Right. And if you listen to the Channel 22, they're saying, oh, is it? They knew the ball went in, right. so they're basically saying, yeah. "Oh, did it? Did was it, it after the it buzzer?" Off? Yeah. And one of the guys goes, "Well, it, it seemed to get off before the buzzer. Right. Like, there's no which it." Which and those it are and those are the Hampton Winnicott at home. Oh, they were guys. bummed out. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they yeah they were bummed out about it, and and then they sounded bummed out when the decision came through that Winnicott won. They were like. Oh man, we don't want our guys to win this way. Like the the, the Hampton guys, you know what I mean? The be- and then then it was kind of a bad scene. Right. Uh, the Winnicott kids, students, not the players. Let's not say- the players. Yes. Spill out into the floor, and start a couple of them, maybe yeah. one or two or three, start basically mocking the Salem players yeah, at half court, that's- like to their face. While Salem is now, I don't have a better term than. Eating it, like just right. eating this pain and yeah. this. You've got to be the, kidding the me. Processing seven different emotions, which, which, if you're a high school kid, is always in. This a, a is fun a Salem time. team that their second leading scorer left the team early the season. He decided to leave the team. They were a preseason top six team. They almost lost to Epping in our jamboree. Yeah. They have gone through a lot of stuff over there. They've and gone this through is, some stuff. They've gone through some stuff. And 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 Rob McLaughlin and his staff over there have done a terrific. I wrote about this last week. A terrific job of. Kind of circling the wagons, as they say. Right. And this team is absolutely turned around. And this is a huge road win for them over Winnicott that gets them to, I believe, five and seven would be the record. Yes. Yeah. They're four and seven going in. So this is a big game. And every win in this division is a dogfight every night. Maybe Pembroke, you're going to be pretty easily. But, you know, Concord's been playing people tough. And Alvern every beat Merrimack game, the yeah, other night. Keene yep. is a you're good team now. And, and, I mean, all these teams now, Alvern, absolutely. Yep. All these are very, very good teams. So, so, so basically, that's where we leave you with. Um, and that's where it ended. And that's, that's where it ended on the film. Right. So, basically, where we're going to today is the aftermath of this. So, as we... Tape this at noon on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I cannot even believe that right now Winnicott has won that game. Still, like on, I felt like on social media, people were starting to, you know, as you would say, like the torches were starting yeah. to be lit. And I kind of said, "Whoa, whoa, give this thing a little time to breathe. It's the weekend." It was Saturday night. People were already getting fired up about it. It's like the NHL doesn't really operate during the weekend. Well, the, yeah. As far as, as I don't far- know if they're yeah. It, <laughs> now it's Tuesday. So right. <laughs> what I've been told is the rule is the NHIAA says hard and fast rule. We will not look at pictures. We will not look at video, which is to me. And let us be very clear. I feel like NH Sports Page has a very good relationship with the NHIAA. I've had a lot of conversations with, with Jeff Collins. 
and and, and they they do terrific work and so forth. So Absolutely. I'm not here to bash the NHL right. at all, and we're not going to do that, and nor would I want to. They have a hard and fast rule where they're not going to look at pictures, they're not going to look at videos. In 2016, that's a little difficult. Now, if the NHIAA says that, but there's a committee of, say, five coaches from four different divisions where maybe they have a, a, a three-year you know, term. Sure. And you've got guys like, uh, I just named some guys who I'm sure would do it, Mike Susie from Hallsbrook on Paul Greenlaw profile and, and so forth and so on, who would be on that committee. And then if there's an issue like this, because I believe last year BG, I think it was Kyle Gavin, he had a shot to win the game for BG at the buzzer, and there was a picture of him with a ball in his hands and zero, zero Right, zero yes, I remember him. that, yep. Now, in the real time, those can be very difficult. And if, if, if a team wants to um, appeal like Salem has, and what I was told is the NHIAA is not hearing it. They won't look at film. They won't look at video. Mm-hmm. Fine. You can understand why they have that rule in place, too, because the otherwise... The NCAA does skiing and cross-country and right. Nordic. I mean, they do swimming. they right. got a lot of things going on right. over there. I understand. And I think Pl- we sometimes incorrectly look at them like they're the commissioner. Like, Jeff Collins is the commissioner of, of high school basketball. Well, right. the truth is, Jeff Collins has got a lot going on over right. there. Right, exactly. So I totally understand that. So I, 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 I totally let them off the hook for that. But there has to be something in place. A committee. Yeah, sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like you said, like a four- or five-person... Uh, committee to say, okay, well, you know, in this extreme circumstance, we see something kind of got messed up and, you know, you know the, not blaming anybody in particular, but this, you know, the incorrect outcome was given. This is a correctable thing. It wasn't, somebody didn't hit a shot that should have counted in the middle of the second quarter. Right. That may or may this not is a have. win. It has to be a win or yeah. loss scenario. Right. I don't care if a kid was credited with a three in the second quarter and it should have been a two. Right. And you lost by one. You had two and a half quarters to make up the one point. Right. No, this is a because here here's the nightmare is that this exact that could easily be in the teams, the situation, the home court advance for Winnicott. That could have been a first round playoff game. Exactly. And now what are you doing? Winnicott is going off to play a quarterfinal game you, two days later. You know what's interesting is they have not updated the standings yet. No, in in Division One, they haven't credited Winnicott with a win, or nor have they given uh, Salem the loss. Right. So I, I guess let, let's take it a step back. Where are the officials in this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where are they to come out and say, "Hey, we made a mistake." Yeah. I was told third party that one of the officials apologized, realized that there had been a mistake made, and and felt terrible about it. Yeah. Fine, people make mistakes all the time. This is a great lesson in life and a great message for these kids who played in this game. People make mistakes all the time. I do it daily. All you got to do is apologize for it and say you're wrong. So all you need to do is say, we incorrectly ruled. The ball obviously went in. Salem gets the W. Why are we here at Tuesday at noon? (laughs) Why are we still here? Why why is this not? Okay, so other than... Other than forming a, a committee to discuss this, what other stuff? What other steps do you think can be taken? I mean, the, the, I think the officials can should should be able to step in. Is that s- is that within the bylaws or can that is I that don't legal? Care what's in the bylaws? <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I'm not. You know, right? It, what here's the point is, it's a great teachable moment for the kids because right now at noon on Tuesday, the lesson is this will get buried in administrators who don't want to deal with it yeah. and paperwork and bylaws. No, no, no. These Salem kids earned the win. It's not an ending win a Cunnett season for crying out loud. I mean, they're a very good basketball team and 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 they're going to, you know, I think that they would get a positive, you know, kick from this, but the fact that the that the Salem kids are still wrong days later and they they're playing a game I believe tonight and you, you, just about everyone plays tonight. Right. 
you know, this is a bad message. You know, this this message right now is that eh, let's just hope it goes away. And that seems to be what people are saying. I can tell you, I'm not going to share my private conversation with Jay McKenna, but I am going to say one thing. And hopefully he doesn't mind me saying this. He was distraught. Yes. All weekend. In, yes. In, I spoke to him last night. He's very distraught over this. He knows the ball went in. He considers Rob McLaughlin a friend. Jay's reputation among his peers is incredibly important to him. He is the protege of Jack Ford, right. who they name a sportsmanship award after. Right. My former AAU coach, a terrific guy. And Jay very much wants to carry on in that mold and has absolutely done so. You know, we were defending him on Twitter, one, because he's our friend. Right. Um, but really, too, because... He's got a sterling reputation. Go find a coach who doesn't like him. You right. know what I mean? Like, every time I bring up his name with Doc Wheeler, he's like, oh, I love Jay. He's great. Yeah. He's great. And Jay does not... He knows that, one, um, Salem deserves to win, and right is right. Two, he knows that his kids will have an asterisk next to their names yeah. a whole season long. So so what happens if, if they don't do anything, and when it kind of ends is the eight seed? Right. And Gets you're a the nine, say you're, um, and this is a year where an eight or nine seed could go make a run to the title. Well, yeah, okay. So, so you're the eight seed, and you play. I'm just throwing on it. You play Keen, sure, in the first round at home, the nine seed, and now Keen's going. Wait a second, we got to drive to Hampton because right. of that. We should be the eight seed. They right. should be the nine seed. They should be driving to Keen. You can use any example, BG, any of those Alvern, any of those teams, sure. And 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 so he understands as well. There's going to be an asterisk next to his kids. And these kids don't want to take a W that they didn't earn. They're a good basketball team. Right. They beat Pinkerton. Right. They're real. They beat Memorial. They beat the top two teams. This is a very good winner kind of team. Who, by the way, just got Freddie Shockey back, who's one of right. their best players. So, what I'm confused by is that the officials can clearly see the ball went in. Yeah. Everyone there saw it went in. Jay McKenna saw now sees that on, it went yeah, in. The tape. And yep. Rob McLaughlin sees that right. it went in. What? What are we? What are we doing? <laughs> exactly. So now, now what are what are Jay's options? Can he forfeit the game, or does he have to have like the entire uh, like school board sign off on that? I'm, I don't know how any of this works. I'm told that the rules, and I mean, sometimes we just have to do the right thing and buy, you know, pass the bylaw, you know, go through, you know, yeah. these rules. I'm told that forfeits are a tricky matter. Um, it has to be a, something a violation that Winnicott did, which would be using a legal player. Or uh, say a J- there's a rule that uh, JV kids that swing varsity can't play more than five quarters right. in a night. And um, years and years and years ago, Jack Ford beat Londonderry by over 40 points. And to be polite, like played like one of his JV kids the whole second half. And it yep. ended up he played more than five. He self-reported and they lost a game yep. that they actually won wow. by 40. So when it comes, it's not going to, they didn't do anything wrong. They did nothing wrong. The right. officials made this call. Yeah. And I'm not trying to pin it on those guys. Yeah. I'm just telling you, that's the facts. So they're not going to make up a, 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 something that they did illegal because they didn't do anything wrong there. I think Jay, I know is waiting. I think they're waiting for somebody to, to, to do something smarter. Heads prevail. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. So, yeah. So uh, they could, I heard they could concede the game. Um, I've never heard of but that. But I think that has... I know. I, I don't think... I, I I think that everybody is troubled by this, and everyone was hurt by this. He, here's another thing. Winnicott's girls team is going... Guess where they're playing tonight? <laughs> oh, that should be fun. How fun is that going to be? Right. So it doesn't just affect... They didn't do anything. Right, yeah. And, and let me make it clear. The Winnicott kids and the Salem kids didn't do anything. They played a game, and then right. the two people officiating made a mistake. 
And that happens. And that happens. But let's... And all we got to do is is reverse it. So those Winnicott girls are going to deal with that tonight. Right. Okay. <laughs> Don't let's let's not forget for one moment. This is the same school. You joke that they might have a, a, built a school on Indian burial grounds, yeah. but they had the Londonderry. Oh, I the... forgot. I, yeah, this is. Oh wow, weird things happen with Salem. What's going on with Salem? We got <laughs> we have to investigate that. They had the Londonderry thing. They had the thing last year where the, the, the Exeter scored with no time the, left. I believe it was something like that, or yeah. was it fifth down? Or, or something? No, the, yeah. the official blew the play dead, but the kid had scored. I mean, I think they went on to win that game anyway in football, but it's still it was a wacky thing. Yeah, yeah, weird weird stuff happens with Salem. <laughs> yeah, like poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what's going on over there, but it, it it has to be. It has to be rectified. It has to be if if somebody, an administrator, and I don't know. I'm just completely hypothetical here. If some administrator is just going, ah, we'll play some more games. This will go away. No, it's not going. It's not away. going away. No. And I understand if you're an administrator. Again, you got. Ten different teams, right. and you probably don't spend more than thirty seconds a winter thinking about your boys' basketball team. You're putting these kids in a terrible situation. And oh, by the way, <sighs> you got on film your students taunting Salem yeah. in half court. That's a bad look. That's it's a, a real bad. That's look. a bad look. It's a bad look for a very good program and yeah. a very highly respected one. So this has to be taken care of, and more so, just as importantly. This can't happen again because you need to have something in place because this could have happened out in Sunapee. And right. Sunapee's playing Epping in a quarterfinal game and the yeah. same thing happens. And now two nights later, you know, they rush through these quarterfinal right. rounds. Two nights later, you know, Epping's going off to play, you know, in, whoever, at the final yeah. four or whatever. Yeah. And, and and it's not rectified soon enough and the ball is tipped and the, the game, you know, that's it. So this cannot happen this way. And you can't sit here in 2016 where my 68-year-old mother, who loses her car keys once a week, is able to look on my telephone and look at her granddaughter and talk to her. But speaking of bad looks, giving away a lady's age on a podcast that we heard by thousands. my mom. She doesn't listen to That's a bad look out of you. She's heard these. It's a bad look by you. She's a glowing 68. (laughs) Beautiful lady. Um, But you can't sit here in this day and age with the technology that we have. Agreed. Where you and I are filming, uh, excuse me, taping a podcast in my living room. Mm-hmm. We can't, we're hundreds of people, maybe a thousand going to listen to. We can't sit here and say, no, we won't look at this, we won't look at that. If the NHIAA has other things going on, fine. Then just put, there's got to be something beneath them. There's got to be a committee of coaches and something that has to happen. I know there's a competition committee. Right. I, we've seen them ruling on several things, most notably Isaiah Chappelle's eligibility. Sure. But something has to be put in place now. There are some pretty smart guys over there who need to put something in place. Absolutely. So, yeah, and, and the real shame of this is nobody's going to come out smelling good after this whole thing's done. I mean... They can. They still can. I think Winnicunit can actually look great. If Winnicunit no. steps up and says, yeah, we want to make right is right, and the final score you know, is, is a one-point win for Salem, Matt McLaughlin hit the shot, and yep. moving on. And with the way the world works in crazy ways, you'll probably see a first-round game between Winnicunit and Salem. <laughs> and you know, we, we go cover it, and yeah. we all have a lot of laughs over it. They can come out looking very good. When their head coach is conceding that they lost the game, and the players know they lost the game. Yeah. Because um, I've heard that they're telling other players, yeah, the ball went in. Um, and Salem knows they won the game. It's a very simple, it's yeah. right is right. Let's let's not complicate this with, it, it doesn't take yeah, that with, much. With that minutia, much. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. It's very simple. Salem won the game. Let's give them the W. By the way, uh, now that we've wrapped all that up, don't think I didn't notice you leaving the Seacoast trophy out here 
in a prominent place when I came over to, to record this podcast. Here's my problem with that. Where the heck am I going to put the new one I get in, in right. a month and a half? Well, the third place. Well, you don't get one for third place, which is what you'll come in this year. I don't even know. Third so, place? You're speaking Latin to me. So, third so that place? won't be an issue. When, when are the, we going to? The fight think... Isaacs. And don't think I don't think this whole Swishgate thing was uh, orchestrated by you to make me have to say when it kind of lost the game. When two, when, when, when I when Anthony Primavera is like my my top recruiter for the fight of Isaacs. Along with he's doing uh, a nice Connor little job Walsh. for you, isn't he? He sure is. Boy, it was nice when you had all Rochester kids and Seacoast kids. It sounds, oh, well. sounds like, boy, I don't remember Nashville being on the Seacoast. Yeah. Man, I got to look at a map. Well, I you guess. know, we're a growing program, fighting with Kaisics. Yeah, it's, we'll, uh, we'll yeah. see in the place. We're going to put uh, no longer the, a mid major. The roster for my team, and if you've got a roster for yours, and the Thursday thoughts uh, column. But my team is, I will tell you, we've already had a group text. Going oh, with our crew. Oh, look at you. We got shirts ordered. I got everyone ready you to go. You have the same plain black boring shirts you do every year. And I'm excited to see Wenyan again. And mine will be, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Did you get Calipari on the phone? Listen, I know you got some stuff going on down there, but he needs to play in this. He's this a forward champion. He's fine where he is. We don't, we don't need him anymore. Wow. Who needs 6'9 guys who can shoot three and dunk on people? He's 6'11. Wait till I tell Wayne you said that. All right, so yes. My would be. So somebody's got to do something, and hopefully sooner rather than later. Hopefully by so the end of this podcast, by the time we Yeah, hopefully by the time we look online when this is done, uh, this thing's been put I in will bed. say one thing to end this, and this will be my last thing I say. I'll announce it here because it's going on. I am officially going off the grid, and on NA Sports page, I am going to list Salem as the winner in my standings. <laughs> Look at you! No, I'm not trying to cause any problems. They won the game. I saw it. I don't need some some. I don't need some ruling to tell me they won the game. So if we're inaccurate by one game at the end of the season, so be it. But Salem won that game, and uh, and Winnicott. I believe I I have the trust in them that they'll do the right thing very soon, and and it will get rectified very very quickly. That's that's my hope, and that's my belief. All right, somebody get on this. There there you have it. That is the uh, the emergency. In a sports page uh, podcast, he's Dave Haley. I'm Justin McIsaac. Sentinel Title Services brought this to you. Uh, whenever the uh, whenever the need arises, we're there with a podcast for you. Go ahead. And three games this week: Manchester Central versus Merrimack tonight. Yeah. I will be out at Epping High School on Friday night when Sunapee rolls okay. into town, uh, and Pete Terry will be covering Manchester. This is the game that could be 102 to 98. <laughs> Exeter versus Manchester Memorial oh, on boy. Friday. What about McIsaac on sports? What are you doing this uh, week? Wednesday night, big big hockey game, Dave Haley. At Portsmouth Newmarket, the Clipper Mules. No bowling? No bowling this week. Take on the defending D2 champs, Dover. Both teams 10-3-1. It's going to be a good one tomorrow night. And then uh, Friday, I'm going to be uh, in Manchester. You're not going to believe this. Spalding is on the road. I'm going to cover Spalding taking on Trinity. Uh, Connor Walsh, my boy, against Cal Connolly. Future uh, Fighting McIsaac teammates. I want to thank you on behalf of myself and all the listeners out there for not using one wrestling analogy during this entire podcast. Well, you know, sometimes you do what you got to do. Listen to those games live on McIsaacOnSports.com, by the way. All right, take care, everyone.